Yo. Can you can you hear me? Yeah. We all good? Yeah, got it working. Cool, gotcha. All right, y'all, what's up? Welcome back to the Bible Bros Podcast. I gotta say that correctly. The Bible Bros Podcast. I'm Zuggy, and that's Joey, a.k.a. Bass Bros. And uh, we appreciate y'all for all the support on this podcast and us glorifying God's word and his name and and spreading it to the best of our ability. And uh, by the way, Joey, I'm... You know, you know, the college dorm life can be rough sometimes. And um, I there is currently a uh, air conditioning vent unit type deal above my head. So if there's like this constant sound in the background, you know, what we're going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. If, if there's other sounds, there's that like it's, it's rough in the college dorms, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so um, appreciate y'all for... Uh, checking out our podcast and listening every week uh we've gone through three episodes so far and they've been really really great episodes and we're here to bring you a fourth one and some big news um something about myself later in the video but um we got our topic picked out for today and joey why don't you get them uh segued into what today's topic is going to be okay so our topic for today we kind of just decided on it like uh, about five minutes before this podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's just kind of how all of them went. You know, God's just putting something in our heart, and he's going to lead us through it. Mm-hmm. But, again, for the thing that that you can get God to lead on your heart is if you get time and spend time with him in prayer. And that is going to lead into today's episode. We're going to talk about prayer and how prayer is so powerful and why you need to implement it into your life, if not already, maybe even more. And just have a wonderful time in prayer because it is very important with your relationship with God. Agreed, dude. Yeah, I mean, prayer. Before before we get into the episode, I'm just going to read um, our daily devotional today um, before we get into it. So here we go. As you look at the day before you, you see a twisted, complicated path with branches going off in all directions. You wonder how you can possibly find your way through that maze. Then you remember the one who is with you always, holding you by your right hand. You recall my promise to guide you with my counsel, and you begin to relax. As you look again at the path ahead, you notice that a peaceful fog has settled over, obscuring your view. You can only see a few steps in front of you, so you turn your attention more fully to me and begin to enjoy my presence. The fog is a protection for you, calling you back into the present moment. Although I inhabit all the space and time, you can communicate with me only here and now. Someday the fog will no longer be necessary, for you will have learned to keep your focus on me and the path just ahead of you. From Psalms chapter 73, verse 23 through 24, and the 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. So there we go, folks. There is our daily um, you know, devotional for this podcast. And uh, we're honored to be reading that to you. And that actually relates to what we are going to be talking about today. Um, Joey, do you think you think we should uh, I should uh, reveal what happened to me or um, should we go into our topic first? Uh, you can just reveal what happened to you first and then we can just get onto the topic. And yeah, yeah, I got you. That. All right. y'all. So the big news, if you don't follow me on stuff, is that I got water baptized and um it's actually an interesting story, and I, I, I have to tell you what happened right before I got baptized. So about a week before, um, so so for those of you who are like unaware, water baptism is different than you know when you're baptized as a baby, for example, if if you grew up in a Catholic house, 
for example, like I did. Um, and uh, water baptism is basically a public confession of how Jesus has affected you in your life. So basically, the way it works is when you get baptized, you're just showing people that you that you that you gave your life or you are get, about to give your life to Christ. Uh, and sorry, see, there's those background noises as I was saying before, but um. It basically is something to show people that you either have given your life a while ago to Christ or that you are currently giving your life to Christ uh, starting at that moment. And so I I gave my life to Jesus about a year ago. Uh, not, you know, not exactly a year. I, I estimated about a, a year ago, but I've always wanted to get water baptized just to, you know, show people this and, you know, confirm it in a sense, if that, if that makes sense. So I booked it about a week before, um, at the church of the Highlands, the Auburn West campus in Auburn, Alabama, and, um, big shout out to them. And, uh, so I booked it on Sunday, February 6th. Yeah. Today's the seventh, the sixth. And, um, I, right before, so the service was at 8am and the baptism was at 915 and I woke up at like seven, and I actually texted uh, this, this thought popped into my mind. And the thought that popped into my mind was if I, if I grew up or was born a Catholic, can I get water baptized? Like, is that against God's rules in a sense? And, and that just popped into my head. And it, in the back of my head, I, I, I said, you know, God's not like that. He's not going to say, you know, you can't get baptized because you were already baptized as a baby. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I texted frank, frantically a ton of people. I texted Joey. I texted uh, someone named Cole, who I know. Um, and I also texted David Ladding. And all three gave a very great response and a very similar response. And Joey, tell them, tell them, tell them what your response was to me first. So, yeah, I was just saying how my cousin actually was in the same situation because they had like a big uh, baptism bash at one of their churches right. at, at his church that he went to. And he was thinking, he's like, like, I kind of want to get baptized again. He's like, but I don't know if that's like against like the same thing for you. Cause he, we also grew up Catholic and right. he was baptized as a baby. He didn't know if that was like, like against God to do that as well. So he went and actually asked his, uh, his pastor there at his church. And he basically was saying that, uh, the, it's like it doesn't really have that big of an effect because as like um as like people that are catholic get baptized as a baby because the, this is what the pastor said i don't know if it's true or not but this is what he was told is that so like as a baby if you get baptized then you won't go to hell if you like die when you're like two years old or something like when you before you're, you're like consciously aware that you can like right praise god and everything like that so that's what the catholics believe at least that's what the pastor said like i said i haven't done research i don't really know if that's true or not that's what yeah. he was told. So he was saying that you can get baptized more than once because, like you were saying, it's like a more of like a public thing to just show people that you're just giving your life to Christ and just being accepted into the community there. And just it makes you, I don't know, feel like more publicly surrounded by people and like supported in a way that by giving your life to Jesus. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I saw that and I was like, okay, good. And then I talked to my friend Cole. And he had a similar response. And then I talked to someone named David Ladding, who he's he does a lot of missionary work, and um, he's he's a 
he makes Christian videos on TikTok. And he said that I, I, I asked him the same question. He said, no, it, that it does not matter at all. And all of y'all had the same response. And he said that, you know, I, I told him, I was like, that pop, that thought popped into my head literally 30 minutes before it was going to happen. And he goes, yeah, the devil does that sometimes, dude. He goes, you just, you just can't listen. I mean, that makes sense. You know, you know, the, the enemy, enemy would try to put that in my head before I, I, I went to go do it. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's what the enemy does. They try to convince you otherwise. And that, that, that's something, you know, Christians have to look out for. Because the enemy is always trying to get under your skin and tell you otherwise and, and giving you the other perspective. And that's exactly what happened to me there. But, you know, um, God's people, Joey, Cole, David, they um, told me otherwise. And uh, that was good. So I was confident going in. So anyway, we, we got, I go to the service and then I uh, get ready to go baptize, get baptized and I step into the tank. And um, the pastor, basically, there's there's a bunch of people in like the crowd area, and um, the pastor said, um, you know, this is this is Zuggy or this is Ryan from, uh, you know, the Auburn University. He's a freshman. Uh, he got saved about a year ago, and then he asked me like two questions just face to face. He said, he said, do you give your life to Christ? And I said yes. And he said, will you praise him forever? Something along those lines. I said. Would you praise? Do, would you praise him forever? And I said, Yes, I, I will. I will, and I do. And then um, I grabbed my nose, and he set me back in the water and brought me up. And uh, I pumped my fists in the air because it was an awesome feeling, and uh, it was it was a great experience. So I got water baptized. So that that's that that's that story. But uh, it it was a very cool experience, and it and again, water baptism is not a must either. It's just a, a public, you know, confession. If you give your life to Christ, you give your life to Christ, but you don't need to be baptized in order to, you know, confirm that or to get baptized, uh, to be saved. You don't need to be baptized. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that was, a, that was an awesome experience. Um, yeah. So, all right, let's get into the topic of today. Um, so, so Joey, t t talk to me about prayer, like your prayer life. Okay, so my prayer life, uh, it, it kind of has its ups and downs a lot of the time. Like, uh, I, yeah, that, that's normal though. Yeah, but for the most part, I feel like I have my most powerful, powerful prayers either early in the morning, like when I as soon as I, I was, I always try to pray, pray right when I wake up. That's why I like waking up earlier before everyone else, so right. I have a quiet household and I can get some time with the Lord. So either early morning I like to pray. I was, and then late at night as well like right before i go to bed i like to pray as well but yes. and like i said in a busy household especially with six people in our house you know sometimes when everyone's up it kind of gets loud and distracting a lot and then that'll take away from my prayer time a lot so i'd say the most important thing for a good prayer life is to have like a set time that you like to pray every day that you have time for it i mean if you don't have time you should make time but Right. That's not something for you to figure out, right. but it's most important is to have a specific time every day and go to a nice quiet place where you can just really get in his presence and that'll make your power, your prayers a lot more powerful. Yes, I, I agree. I, I have a similar kind of setup as soon as I wake up, like as soon as I acknowledge that I'm up, I, I pray, I, I pray, I pray. <laughs> um, <laughs> as soon as I wake up, I'm still I either sit up 
or, or I'm literally lying in bed and I, I pray uh, to him uh, as soon as I wake up. And then the next thing I, after I do when I wake up is I read a daily devotional to myself and one chapter of the Bible. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second time I do it is uh, at night, right before I go to bed, just like you, Joey. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do the, I read one chapter of the Bible and pray. And I think that's a great, you know, balance for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do, do you feel like, do you feel like a lot of people, you know, say, oh, I'm too tired or, you know, oh, I, I can't today. I'm going to do something. Yeah, I feel like, especially because life, obviously life gets busy a lot, but we just right. have to focus on always putting him first over everything else. Yeah. Like, I pray basically throughout the day as well, just like quick minute time here and there when I get just to acknowledge him. Like, if things are getting stressful, I'm just like, okay, God, help me through this because... I'm gonna need you because it's just getting pretty rough right now. It's just, yeah. it's always to acknowledge him and just spend time in prayer as much as you can throughout the whole day. It doesn't have to be like a long prayer time where you read the word and do everything. Like that's what I have for my prayer times. Like in the morning, in the evening, I spend a little bit more time and actually get into it. But you're supposed to be praying throughout the whole day. Just to always put him first and when it, just thank him for a meal or something or whatever you can. Just always acknowledge him throughout the day as well and. Just always put them at the, the, put them first before everything else, really. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Having him as the priority, that's the big, mm-hmm. you know, first and priority are kind of the same thing. But, you know, I, I always put him first, even if I'm so tired or even mm-hmm. if, you know, I wake up and I have a class in, you know, an hour or 30 minutes before I wake up. I always pray first. That's the first thing I do. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, of course, I, I'm sure, Joey, you can attest to this, too. Like, of course, sometimes, you know, we it, I don't want to say we don't put them first, just like life gets in the way. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, where we can't pray first or, you know, something gets in the way. And I I, I always, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at this for sure. And I, throughout the, you know my, my walk with him, uh, I've definitely strived to put him first every single day, but you know, life does get in the way sometimes, but when life tries, when life gets in the way, you, you got to push, got to push through it. Like I was extremely tired the other night, but I still prayed and read a chapter of my Bible. Um, when, like super late before I went to bed, um, this morning I was very tired, but I still prayed like putting him first will will help you so much um, in, in your prayer life and help you communicate and the way you talk to him and the way you you'll go about your day. Like like to be honest, I actually heard this from uh, pa- Pastor Michael Todd, um, which Joey I believe you know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I heard this from Michael Todd in one of his sermons, and he said, uh, like for example. If you go to the gym every single day, which I do, I usually take one off day of the week. But uh, and Joey, I know you're you're a big gym guy too. Yeah. So, um, like it, like like some people think you know, if you don't go, if your goal is to go to the gym every single day, but you don't go that one day, you feel like something's taken out of you, right? You feel like 
you know, you didn't accomplish a goal today or you didn't, uh, you know, achieve what you wanted to achieve that day. It's the same thing with prayer for me. If I don't pray that day, it literally feels like, you know, a chunk is taken out of the day for me. And that, you know, it gets me down in a sense because I know that prayer is so important. Um, do, do, do you feel that, Joey? Yeah, I was going to say, like, one thing I noticed a lot is that if I, like, wake up late, and I have to go to a class or I have to do something else. And I, I just don't pray in the morning. I just right. feel like the whole day, it kind of just like shifts moods. Yes. Like kind of like sets up the whole day for failure in a sense. Right. I'm a prayer in the morning is really what just like sets me up for the day and gets my eyes fixed on Jesus. So I know that he's in control of the day and he has everything under control and will always keep me on the right path that he has. But right. said, if you miss that time of prayer in the morning, especially for me, it, kind of just that's up my day for failure yeah i totally agree and it just feel like a chunk of my heart is missing that day yeah i i know i it's an interesting analogy with that failure aspect yeah you're right you're right for sure and another thing that i do is like i always listen to uh prayer music or not prayer like you know worship music yeah 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 and that always reminds me throughout the day and, you know, another cool thing, like, I think a lot of people, what you just suggested, like, that to do is, like, you know, one-minute prayer here and there. Just a quick, you know, hey, God, I'm, or, uh, uh, I'm very stressed right now. I pray that you give me the power and the strength in order to do whatever I need to do. And, and just putting your full, that full trust in him in that moment, you know, it can really help you. It can really mm-hmm. help you because reminding yourself, no matter what's going on in your life, that he's got you at every single second through every positive and negative situation is a really great thing. And I think that's, that's pretty cool. Now, Joey, in terms of the power of prayer, not just like, you know, repeatedly doing it, the power of it, like how, how, how has prayer affected your life? Oh, it's just like, really makes me feel like comfortable in situations. And it really helps me like, come at things with a fresh mind and in a way that Jesus is thinking and not the way that I'm thinking. Right. Cause I'm praying and I'll just like, I'll get things that come into my mind that I know aren't my thoughts, but like they are my thoughts, but they're not coming from me. Right. It'll lead me towards a decision that I wouldn't think would be the best idea, but that's what Jesus wants. So I just go with it, go with that like gut feeling that it's the Holy spirit just speaking to me. And I really feel like I make a lot of my best decisions well, that don't seem the best at the time, but turn out to be better, right. obviously, in the long run. But it's just you can have a lot of thoughtful time to just go through things in your life that you need uh, you need guidance on and everything like that. And I really just feel like I can get a better connection with Jesus. I feel like my relationship is better with him. I'll feel more of his presence. I feel like I'll be able to like know him just a little bit better. And it just really helps me walk in my faith a lot when I started praying more. Cause the, when I first started praying was, you know, just like five minutes every time before I go to bed, I would just say, thank you for everything. And I'm sorry for my sins right. and then go to bed. And it's like, it doesn't really have much power to that. All the things that those things are good to say, but you just need to have more of like, a, just think of him as like a friend, if you will, just yeah. like, about how your day went or whatever he just wants to listen to you because he is your friend right hey yeah i i totally totally agree and i yeah i feel like just being immersed in in the prayer and 
and even even if it feels you know repetitive in a sense mm-hmm. you know still stick with it y'all because you know staying with him even even though it may feel repetitive is is really what defines you know the relationship and and, and another thing that i feel like a lot of people may encounter which i i think i felt at one point is like the prayers getting boring and like the way I felt was like, I was just saying the same thing, but the thing that I learned that he taught me was like, pray and ask about everything that, that you're going to, that you want to encounter or, you know, you have a goal to do. Like, for example, if I am making a decision to go on a trip, a fishing trip to Florida, like, or if you're going to make a decision to go to a school or you're going to make a decision to, uh, you know, do big long-term things, ask God first. And that's what you could pray about and, and, and make sure it's okay with him because he'll let you know because he'll, he'll cancel the trip for some reason, or he'll, he'll tell you something else, you know, um, or have another person communicate to you that it's not the right thing. And, Asking him about like like the things like I always ask him, you know, um, am I gonna do this or am I gonna do that? Like, and not just the 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 thing about prayer that I think a lot of people get you know reconciled uh, you know caught up in is like when they only want something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like I hear a lot of people like I've heard this podcast once, and the guy asks his his friend or, or what have you. Um, I think it was his sister and he, and he asked her and, uh, he said, do you believe in God? And then she's like, um, yeah. And then she's like, she, he's like, do you pray? And then, uh, the girl's like, well, only if, you know, I really want this iPhone or something like that. And that, that's just like the complete opposite of, of what the power of prayer can actually do for you because he's there to provide for you. But but you have to thank him, right? Mm-hmm. And like like do you do you have like do you have like the same thought process as me with that? Yeah, because like at the end of the day, he's he's doing everything through you for his glory. So if he's going to give you something, he wants to make sure that you're going to give him glory out of that. Because he can make everything happen, but if you're not going to give him the glory, then he's not gonna he's not gonna bless you with that thing, right? If if he was like a genie, like if people thought he was like a genie like that, where you could just ask for anything and get it, then that wouldn't give God any glory. If everyone was running around with everything they could ever want, then no one would need God in the sense, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. And, you know, thanking him for everything that happened that day. Like, for example, if I went to a basketball game, if I went fishing, if I met with a friend, I'd say, my God, this, this is what I say in, in my prayer. I say, uh, uh, you know, God, I, I, I thank you in the name of Jesus for letting me wake up today and see the light and see the beautiful earth that you've created and giving me a life on this earth. And thank you for letting me go to the basketball game. And thank you for letting me fish and catch those the beautiful creatures that you created and letting me uh, go meet my friend, you know, things like that. You have to thank him because his plan is so great. And I thank him for the plan every single day. And I say, thank you for giving me a new beginning. Thank you for giving me someone to trust in 
for for being with me for, through every positive and negative situation. Uh, you know, just just things along those lines. Joey, how like what are some ways like like that you could recommend to our audience of like how they can you know revive in a sense their prayer life or or thank God for example. Yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of people's prayers life is like they're thinking of it as like such a formal thing. Like it doesn't right. have to necessarily be a formal thing, and you don't even have to like ask them for the the big things in your life or big decisions or like everyone thinks like more important things like oh god wouldn't care about that like just knowing that he is like your friend and he cares about everything so you can thank him for what shirt you should wear that day and you you can thank him for just giving you hands so you can grab the oatmeal off the shelf to make breakfast that morning like just thank him for anything and just you can ask him for anything as well and just it's not a big formal thing you don't have to like speak so amazingly and fluently and big words and stuff like that you can just say hey what up homie if you want <laughs> yeah talk just talk to him like you would a friend like it doesn't have to be a formal event just acknowledge him as your father in heaven and just talk to him exactly i totally agree with that like i i, I even sometimes get in a mental trap of like if i stumble i like think i messed up even though you know that's not true at all i like what i do i'll literally like, I, I, I sometimes can't sit still, you know, and close my eyes and, and, and pray. I, I can, I sometimes even walk around my room and just look and, and, and talk, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great way too. you know, there's no set in stone way. All you have to do is ask him and no matter what setting you're in or, or what have you, um, I know there is a Bible verse about him saying pray behind closed doors. Um, but you know, I sometimes pray when I'm even in public, like mm-hmm. you know, if I'm at the gym, I, I sometimes pray. Um, but, you know, I, I found a cool Bible verse that a few of them that says, um, you know, some important things. Jeremiah, yeah, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 12. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. And it, like it just shows he'll listen. He listens to you. He listens to every single thing you have to say. And, it's also it's also oh, this is something we should talk about, Joey. It's also very important to repent and and mm-hmm. be, uh, for your sins. Um, Joey, talk to him about you know that that process. So yeah, like after I finish like thanking God for the day and like I I go through a lot of specifics of the day and just talking about the day and everything like that, and then I'll always repent of the sins, like the sins that I know that I committed. I will ask him for forgiveness of all of those and ask him to help lead me out of these sins that I keep committing that I know I'm doing wrong. And then even sometimes I'll commit a sin and honestly, I probably won't know it. And I'll ask him to, for forgiveness of those sins that I'm committing without even acknowledging them. Because sometimes it's, I'll just do something. I won't even know that I've done it. It was wrong, but you know, eventually I will figure out that what I'm doing is wrong, but you know, it's just to first repent of the sins that, you're doing and then ask him to guide you out of those sins and to change art and allow him to fix you just acknowledging that you need change and you need his love is a wonderful thing to do and it's very important to repent and ask him to change your heart so that you can be new with him right agreed for sure and like uh, from uh like when i was in the hospital um a long time ago my dad said he would pray every day and 
He prayed that I would be saved and be healed and be okay. And look where I am now. Like, like it's exactly, he, he will fulfill you. Like here's from job chapter 22, verse 27. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you, and you will fulfill your vows. Like, Pray to him and, and he'll fulfill what you want. Like, and, and of course there is the, the times where he'll say no, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, because it's not part of his plan. But, um, like, like my dad prayed that he'd heal me and look where I am now. I'm standing on two feet and I can walk. And I'm, I'm so grateful that, um, that was part of his plan. And he, uh, my dad prayed and he fulfilled what my dad desired. So that was amazing. And I, I, prayer is so powerful, y'all. So powerful. And if you, you, and it's completely okay to ask God for stuff. You don't just have to thank him. I thank him every single day. But, you know, if you, if you, something's on your mind or, or, or you want something, like if you want, uh, this friendship to be mended or something along those lines, ask God to help you. And he will, if, it, if it's in his plan. And I just feel like, you know, it's, it's such a powerful uh, prayer, uh, such a powerful thing. And then here's from Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. You know, the actual sense of believing that he will give it to you is, and having that full faith in him, is essential in prayer life you feel that yeah and like another thing i get out of that verse is that it doesn't say like believe that he can do it right believe that you have received them so like god's kind of telling you there to just or jesus is telling you there that believe that what you just prayed for has already happened that you already have received that thing that you prayed for so it's like not even just acknowledging that he can right already has yes for sure, yes, I, I totally agree, and yeah, it's it's the accepting fact. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. he he will give it to you, or that you have received it already, mm-hmm. and it, you just have to wait on it to happen too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's another big thing. People, you know, rush. We could probably do a whole another episode on that, but waiting for God. Like yeah. I, I thinking of a song that I listen to a lot. It's called. Wait on You by Elevation Worship and Maverick City. And it says, it literally says throughout the whole song, I'm going to wait on you. You know, you may pray for something and it's it, it most likely will not come the next day if it's not in his plan the next day. Mm-hmm. And it, it all it all revolves around his plan. But if you ask for something, wait for it. Wait and wait and wait. Wait on him. Don't go on your own timing. If you pray for something, wait on his timing and not your own. But, but yeah. Um, but, uh, Joey, anything else that we should cover, which is the power of prayer? Uh, wait, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. I just completely forgot it. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I, I think we, we covered it all y'all, by the way, with this podcast, what we try to do is literally just give as much information as, and, and you know, of our, testimony and knowledge and and just try to help you in any shape or form and you know this isn't uh it may be one day but uh, if god's willing but it may it's not a professional podcast you know we don't have a list of of uh things uh topics to hit in each in each bit uh, in each podcast we literally just 
pick a topic and then whatever God speaks to us, we speak to you. So, you know, it's, it's a great format in, in actually in the long run, but, um, Joe, you, you think anything else? Yeah, I actually just remember what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a lot of times when you ask for something in prayer, like, don't just ask for it once. Like if it's still on your heart the next day, pray for that thing again. Even if it doesn't happen, just keep praying for it. Cause at the end of the day, God knows what is on your heart and he knows the things that you desire and he wants you to ask him for it. And he'll keep on, like, you may have to keep asking. Like, I've probably been praying for the same thing for, like, years now. And it still has not happened. But I know in time that it will. And it already has. Right. It's just, I just keep praying for it every day. Just going to keep waiting. And, you know, if it happens, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> and it's actually, you know, for the, the YouTube channel and everything. So, you know, right. I'm sure you have those same prayers sometimes. Yes. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like it's persistency because mm-hmm. like he knows your heart and he put things on your heart for a reason. So just keep on asking him and just keep on having faith in him and know that his plan will work out for the better. For sure. Yeah, I totally agree. That, that's that's actually awesome. That that, that kind of that kind of gave me the chills there. Um, <laughs> you should, you should, that, that's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, all right, y'all, we appreciate you guys listening to the bible bros podcast we are the bible bros zuggy and joey if y'all want to follow us on other stuff and and also be notified when the podcasts are live uh you can follow us on instagram tiktok and youtube oh there's a ladybug right there um the tiktok uh instagram and youtube uh joey's is at bass bros and mine is at zuggy and uh yeah so we appreciate y'all for for listening in and we hope you guys found out why prayer is powerful and adapt some of the different techniques or uh, patterns that you heard from Joey and I in your prayer life, because prayer is so important. And I, I, you know, recommend every day you guys wake up to a prayer because it will give you a whole new fresh mind. Um, But Joey, anything else to add before we go? I think you pretty much covered it all there. Sweet dude. Well, we will see y'all on the next episode of Bible Bros. All glory to God in the name of Jesus. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all in the next one. See ya. See ya.